Welcome back to another edition of the Sean Light Podcast. My name is Sean Light. I'm the CEO of 4A Health, and I am releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to answer one question. How can health and fitness professionals rise above the rest to become recognized as a leader in our industry, all while being paid what you are worth and building a ridiculously exciting financial future? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sean Light Podcast. I'm very excited right now because this is the last task that I'm going to be doing for this entire day. It is past 10 p.m. on a Friday night out here on the East Coast. In the dirty jurors, I have done so many tasks on this day, folks. I have done so many tasks. I have been on the phone with a zillion people. I have, I have, I don't even know. It feels like, it feels like I did a year's worth of tasks this week. Um, but it will not stop me from delivering a high-level podcast for each one of you right here because this is what's important. This is this is this is the good stuff. I really actually enjoy writing these, doing these podcasts. I don't know if you can tell, but sometimes I'm losing my mind recording all these damn podcasts. But okay, everybody, let's let's buckle in. Everybody, buckle in. If you're in a car, I hope you're already buckled in. If not, I need somebody out there to do. I need to, I need I need you to do the 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 uh, a, a, I don't even know. I need you to pretend like you're actually buckling a seatbelt for me. I'm, I'm doing one right now, okay? You can do the car over the shoulder one, okay? Or the or this. Just just do it. Make me happy. I'm losing my mind. I don't know. You're probably listening to this with your morning cup of coffee. You're relaxed. You're comfortable. You're probably already wondering what the hell I'm going to be talking about here today. Is I, have I lost my mind? I'm asking you to do seatbelt demos. But just do it. Do it for me. Do it for me because I did 204 episodes of this of this show. Give me a seatbelt demonstration. And if you're a real savage, <laughs> I want to see it. I want you to post it. You won't post it on Instagram. You won't post it on on you won't post it on your social media story uh, of you of you doing the seatbelt demonstration. And the best part about it is is when this comes out, it's gonna be like a couple days later, and I'm gonna totally not under remember why people are tagging me in these things uh but i will love it and i will be pumped so thank you uh i've managed to already waste two minutes of your life and, I'm, and i promise the rest of this is going to be better okay so this is what we're talking about so yesterday folks if you have not listened to yesterday's podcast yet stop go back do that now the reason being is because these are sequential yesterday was the 101 class today's the 201 201 class yesterday we talked about it from when you're starting your business you're going from zero to 100k I talk about why. I talk about why that number matters, why you want to get 100K annual revenue. I talk about a couple different strategies on how you can make that happen. I talk about the different ways of make, creating a business. You should listen to that first. Take my word for it. Today, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to be talking about is going to 100K and beyond. And then once we get to so once we get to that 100k mark, the, the you're, you've you've maxed out your ability to to trade time for money. You can no longer there is no more time remaining in the day that you can give for more moolah. Okay, that's done. The next thing that you want to do is you need to start weighing 
the cost of your time. For example, if you want to have, if you want to hire somebody to, let's say, uh, do your Facebook, Facebook, Facebook uh, marketing, okay. Let's let's actually do this. Let's like social media managing, right? Manage the pages of your team of your stuff. You can find somebody to do that for ten dollars an hour. And during so now they do that for you know typically you spend two hours a day managing your social accounts. Now those two hours a day you can spend twenty bucks, ten bucks an hour on somebody to manage that for you. And now for those two hours a day you can you can now focus on a higher profitability, higher a more profitable task than managing social. So maybe it's selling, maybe it's customer outreach, maybe it's following up, right? And now what you've done is you've spent 20 to make 100, right? Let's say that's how much you're going to make in an average two-hour two hour cold call session, right? Completely random. I, who's even cold calling these days? I don't know. But like say that's that's the pathway that that uh, that you would go to, right? So... Then it really just becomes a matter of where do you want to take this ship? You know, where are you, where are we going here? Are we going to, you know, are you creating the next Equinox? Are you just creating a really nice private gym? Are you creating a corporate wellness conglomerate? Are you creating an athletic training facility? And then what you're going to do is you just need to make those decisions. So you're going to look at time and you're, it's trade-offs here. What can you pay? Can you pay somebody? Can you pay somebody X number of dollars to do a task so that you can focus on a task that pays you more than that number of dollars? It's really, it honestly, is pretty simple. You just have to make the right decisions. One of the most common decisions and mistakes that I see made is that in the fitness world, the first hire is often another coach. Especially if you're one of these high-level, highly educated trainers who's trying to provide this incredibly high-level service and you're just trying to tack on to that service, you may be going in the wrong direction. Because if you're going in that direction, are you missing out on the all of the business things? Are you hiring to improve the service or are you hiring to improve the business? There's a big difference here. So what yesterday what I talked about or the way that I ended the episode was I mentioned that once you hit the 100K mark, now it's time to start making impact decisions. Once you are maxed out trading time for money, you may have to make some changes. If you want to keep growing, you may need to make some changes that are going to make some of your clients unhappy. You might lose some clients. And that is a real, real dilemma and challenge for a lot of entrepreneurs to face because they don't want to, they don't want to make anybody unhappy. They're in this business to serve. They don't want to make anybody happy. They don't want to rock the boat. But inevitably, that's part of this transition. People don't like change. You're the one who likes change because you're trying to grow and change and become better. I'll give you, I'll give you a little story. When I first started the 4A Health Club, which is now the 4A Hero Club, when I first started that, I got myself up to about 60, 60 paying members 
let's say in the first eight months, I got myself up to about 60 and I wasn't marketing it. So this was really just like word of mouth and just like grinding it out on social and just, you know, posting about it and crap like that. Right. So I got myself up to 60 members in the first like eight months. And then what happened was I kind of stalled. Like I wasn't really hitting anybody new, maybe one here, there lose a couple, gain a couple, like nothing really crazy. I was like really hovering around that like 58, 60 mark. I was, it was like right there. Right. So once I, once I, uh, once I realized, once I hit that mark, uh, I had to figure out a way to get through that 60 person threshold. And that inevitably made me have to make changes within the club. It made me have to make changes of the structure, had me make changes. So here was, here's a really great example. One of the changes that I had to make was I wanted to make, I wanted to make it a, a, a resource that people used more often. So we started sending out more regular emails. And when I started sending out more regular emails, even I, at the time, was cognizant of the fact of what was going to happen. People who forgot that they were signed up for the 4A Health Club were going to remember and then cancel their subscription. But I knew that in the long run of my business, 60 members, while I wanted every single one of them to remain a member and stay there forever, 60 members was simply not enough. If I lost 100% of those 60 members down the road, five, 10 years from now, I should have 10,000 members. So the, the prospect of losing 60 while in the short term is a problem and kind of sucks in the long term, it, it's negligible. Right. If I can create a better product that will recruit me more on the back end, then it work. Then it works. I would say within four months of me making those changes, I shot up to 100, 200, 150, 200 members. Right. And even now, like I'm at this point where I'm like, OK, now I have to make some changes to the club in order to get me from the plateau that I'm at now to the next level. And as I make these changes, you know, we switched platforms. We went from Slack channel to Facebook. Right. And as we've made these changes, I've received some word that people don't really like that. And I understand that people don't like change. You can never satisfy everybody. But at the end of the day, if I'm going to have 10,000, 200 can't matter to my, to, it, it cannot matter to my, it is not a big enough number for me to change my, 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 uh, my business structure around it. And that's what an impact decision is. Are you willing to make a make a hard decision in order to dramatically improve the results and the ROI on the back end of your business? That is an impact decision. That is why, folks, this is the perfect detailed explanation of why business is about hard hard decisions over hard work. Up to 100K, what matters? Hard work matters up to 100K. But if you want to do more than that, if you want to do better than that, if your aspirations reach far higher than 100K, well, you better be ready to make some impact decisions. You better be willing to stop doing the hard work and start making the hard decisions. 
the people who manage these companies, the CEOs of all of these major corporations and agencies, etc. You ask them about their day. They tell you how they're making decisions all day. They're putting out fires. They're not actually doing the work. They're not the operator. They've built the machine. Now the machine works and they can be as involved as they want inside of that machine. Damn it, this is huge, people. Are you seeing this? Are you seeing what I mean? When you want to cross the 100K mark, put down the work, pick up the decisions. And look yourself in the freaking mirror. Do you have the chops to make those decisions? I know it's tough. I make them all the time. And they suck. Sometimes it really sucks to stare somebody in the face and tell them, I know you don't like this, but too bad. You could say nicely. Because you got to look long term. This is why business is 90% psychology and 10% tactics. Hard decisions over hard work. Zero to 100K, leverage your work, leverage your time, get to that number. And once you get to that number, look yourself dead in the eye inside the mirror, pound yourself on the chest and say, it's time to make some impact decisions. And with that, you can unbuckle your seatbelt. You don't have to post this one on Instagram. And I want you, each and every one of you, to have an absolutely wonderful day. And we'll see you back here tomorrow for episode number 205 of the Sean Light Podcast. I am going to go take a shower and climb into bed and sleep. Probably not as long as I should get up and do the whole thing over again. Let's go, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. Well, thanks so much, everyone, for listening to that episode of the Sean Light Podcast. It is my belief that the number one problem inside of the health and fitness industry is the fact that nobody has ever taught us how to make money. The reality is that most of us at one point or another in our career are going to have to train somebody that we don't want to train. We're going to have to train and program exercises that we know aren't the best exercises for this individual. And we're going to have to train people at a lower price point, all because the dollar weighs more than the barbell. And if we're going to have the impact on the clients and produce the results that we're guaranteeing, at some point, we have to learn how to not become a slave to money, all to keep paying the rent and keep keep paying the bills and, and keep food on the table. Once we learn how to generate revenue and income, now we can have the freedom to train who we want, when we want, for the price that we're worth. And then and only then will we be able to create the impact that we want so badly in this industry. So I've dedicated my company, I've dedicated my career to teaching people inside of the health and fitness industry how to do just that. So if you want to learn more, go to weightroomhero.com and download a free copy of the Personal Trainer's Money-Making Bible. It is an absolute beast of a book that teaches you all of the theory and philosophy to get you started on your road to consistent, predictable, and really exciting amounts of cash flow.
Okay. That's what I've committed everything to. That's what this book is all about. So go over to weightroomhero.com and download for free the personal trainer's money-making Bible. I guarantee you, you won't forget it. This is the first step in you learning how to create that level of cash flow, income, and revenue inside of your career. That's weightroomhero.com. Thanks, guys, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.